0: You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss Bill, uh, Jimmy Butler and Larry Markkinen thriving elsewhere. Billy Donovan being on the hot seat? No, he's not. And Alice, was Alice Caruso sub from our all-defensive team? We're getting to all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. thank you for tuning in to another episode of locked on bulls remember the locked on podcast network where it's your team every day today's episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on for 20 dollars off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed at game time that's pat the designer host and creator of the windy city breeze and host of the chicago bears podcast over on espn 1000 i'm Hayes, host and creator of chicago bulls and chicago bears central pat let's get into it man i don't know how in tune you've been with with chicago bulls social media over the last 24 <laughs> hours bro but it's 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 been a calamity bro like oh, it's yeah. just it's been it's been weird. It's been weird. So uh Jimmy Butler had a what 56 point game leading 56. leading the Miami Heat to victory. They're now three and one over the uh Milwaukee Bucks, and then Laurie Marketing winning the most improved player of the year award. And so it has definitely sent Sky's Falling Bulls fans down a, a very dark path there, brother. How are you feeling about uh Jimmy Butler and Laurie thriving uh with where they are right now?
1: As far as Lowry, right, I've maintained it. Lowry was, he wasn't healthy when he was here. He finally got an opportunity to get healthy. We knew Lowry could play. It sucks. He wasn't, That we didn't hold on to him uh, and let him deal with all his health issues. But those same Bulls fans would have been like, hey, uh, why are we keeping this guy if he's unhealthy, right? Like we were trading Kobe White last season. Now we're talking about he's a piece you can't get rid of. It, it's, it, it, it's the ups and downs of the NBA, basically. Um, Jimmy Hurts. Jimmy hurts. I'm not gonna lie to you. Jimmy hurts because to me, th- everything that we've asked <laughs> for in Zach Levine and or Demar Derozan to be, that's Jimmy. So that one hurts to me because I feel like right, Jimmy. I mean, if you if you pay him the money, if you sell, say. Right, like, And it's also the fact that they basically, the the thought process around Chicago was that you're never going to win a championship with Jimmy Butler. And while you may not win a championship, clearly this dude wins and competes and gets you to that next level and takes your team to levels that you didn't expect them to get to on a consistent basis. He's now been to two ECFs, been in a, how far did they get in the West? Second round? Uh, just the second round I, I think. think. Just the second round. Just, the, just second the second round. round. Uh but with the Timberwolves team that everybody was kind of like what the heck are you doing here? And then uh I mean like Jimmy to me is the one that I look at and I'm like wow. Uh Jimmy would be nice on
0: any Bulls team that we've had since then. Well the issue wasn't even just that they didn't feel they could build a champion they can uh, build a, a championship team with Jimmy. It's that Gar Pax literally said we don't know how to build around Jimmy, and then proceeded to be able to keep their job for three years <laughs> after that. Like, like, just, just imagine, imagine this. Imagine as much as we talk about. Well, people talk about Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause built a pretty solid six seven race. teams there, six race. But imagine after Michael Jordan got eliminated by the Detroit Pistons, what the second time? Yes. Imagine if Jerry Krause said, "I don't know how to build around this Michael Jordan guy. Let's trade him away." I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's even magnitude, but it's I do get the point. I get the because point because he's greatest of all time. Yeah, but I'm yeah I get saying, the point. Just imagine that, right? Or imagine. Well, it could have came. Was that going to be the eventual path of Derrick Rose too? If he didn't get hurt, like it's just the fact that the incompetence of well, we know they didn't Garth know how Jackson.
1: to build around Derrick. That's the problem. <laughs> just give me a shooting guard. Just give me a shooting guard.
0: You finally got Derek a shooting guard. And you were like, all right, let's get everybody out of here. No, well, (laughs) they got the shooting guard and Marco Bellinelli, but then Derek Rose couldn't stay healthy, and then they paid the luxury tax that one season and they said, Oh, everybody gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's But it's it's just the, that that's the biggest thing that hurts about the jimmy butler of it all right is the fact that we had such an incompetent front office that at that time saw a a a one of the best two-way players in the league at that point still fairly young yeah and said hey we don't know how to build around him we're about to ship him off yeah Bro, and keep in mind they almost shipped him off the season before for chris dunn straight up
1: yeah and your, and your assets haven't equaled out. That's the problem, right? I mean, That's you're talking crazy. about Chris Dunn, who I wouldn't mind back on this team because of his defensive ability. Um, Larry Markkinen, who's now most improved player. And Zach Levine, who's a question mark. Two of those three are no longer on the team. One of the guys is uh, now most improved out in Utah, and the other one that you even, that you traded or the one that you traded away just put up fifty six and it, and just continues to win. Right, like it it is pure ineptitude. It's I mean it because Jimmy hasn't won. It's probably not, but it's got to be on the top ten for worst trades in Chicago sports history. It's probably not top five, but it's got to be top ten.
0: You said Chicago, so not just Bulls. Yeah, been some, there's been some there's bad trades. There's been some trades. dumb trades in Chicago. Mo- most bro. of them, a lot of them involving Jerry Reinsdorf, own team. Oh, for well. sure. So yeah,
1: White sure. Sox, uh, Bulls, it's pretty much most of them. It's most of those. <laughs> Pace is still number one, though. Oh, yeah, Pace. Pace well, trading up for Mitch is definitely number one. Bro.
0: That And that, the funny thing is, is that you didn't even have to trade up for
1: him. No, nah, you could have got him in the second round probably. You
0: could have got uh, him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, I don't know, man. I don't know. But it's, it, to me, that's a top 10. That, that one, Jimmy on this team this year, probably, or some iteration of this team, probably wills this team to win. And I think Jimmy is a player that you could build around. The real question is, though, if Jimmy continued to have success here, we still probably have Gar Packs. Is that what you
0: want? See, no, I think I think it still would have gotten because keep in mind, the only reason Gar so it, it took John Paxson to go to ownership and say, listen, I don't know what I'm doing. I think that still would have happened eventually.
1: Well, I don't I think, think it, I don't think happened. it was John. I think he I think he it was uh Michael just like, hey, bro, like, what well, first off, the All-Star game happened. Once the All-Star game happened, and he started asking owners around the league, like, "What do y'all really think of the Bulls?" And they were like, "We laugh at you." <laughs> he was like, "He was like, all right, we got to make some changes." All of a sudden, John got promoted to uh, the the head of pencils up in the front office out here. And uh, the first thing still he did was Paxson came to them.
0: Paxson is the one that suggested a tourist to them. pax'
1: Paxson Paxton did uh, uh, come to him and say, "Hey, listen, there needs to be a change here." But I think, yeah. I think that's because John is such a... I mean, he's got to still be one of them loyal guys. He probably didn't want to go to, uh, to well, no, uh, it, old Muppet face and just be like, hey, bro, I got to let you go.
0: Hey. No, you know what it was? It's that John knew that the Reinsdorf's is still going to pay him. They're pay him. Like, he's good. Like, it's it's he's good. You know what and, I... You, I say this. You know what I
1: can't stand Jerry Reinsdorf the most for? All of that? my favorite athletes, for the most part, Guys that have hit some of the biggest shots, been in some of the biggest moments in Chicago sports history. He's he's just destroyed them by making them a part of the front office or making them coaches or just that's the one thing I just I hate, bro. Like I hate Robin Ventura. I love Robin Ventura. I hate this man. I love him though. You know what I mean? Like it's really that right now, bro. Like, uh, John the Paxton biggest... hit a championship winning shot. We talk about him like a dog.
0: The biggest question is in all of this is that do you think that Jerry Reinsdorf files John Paxson on his taxes because that's his son? Do you think that he do you think he carries? I on? don't know if he does a full-on claim. He might get
1: half the year custody on him, though. I don't know how that works. I don't know if there's a split custody between him and Gar Foreman, but it is what it is, man. I, I don't know. I'm 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 so sick of just the ineptitude and the, the how many times are we going to talk about the wrong decision? A lot. How many times are we going to talk about just the wrong decision? Just uh, why does it I don't not know. work I, out? But here? I can
0: tell you right now, right now, you're 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 getting into wrong decision territory because we got to do ad read, brother. <laughs> <laughs> You knew a rant
1: was coming. You knew a rant knew, was coming. I could
0: feel it. Get I can feel it, it coming. Bro. I was like, Jesus. hey, we that's definitely going to send us over our ad Jesus, there, bro. bro. Uh, yeah. but before we let Pat get into his rant, and then we're going to get into Billy Donovan. Should Billy Donovan be on the hot seat? Got to talk to you guys about a couple of our sponsors. First up, it's Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. This is literally the best mobile game I've ever played in my life on my phone. Um, and so if you've ever fantasized about being a, a basketball GM, Pro basketball, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is the game for you. The game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory. As you build a historic dynasty in the simulation, you're responsible for dealing with challenging personalities from your players and your coaches, hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players and making draft picks. You navigate your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of multiple seasons. Uh, Locked on Bulls uh, listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using promo code locked on in the game store. So make sure to check it out. Uh, download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up on the App Store of your choice. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM. Start your dynasty today. Now, we got another uh, another sponsor we also need to talk to you guys about. This one hasn't been on the show for a while. And this is iBoda. Grocery shop, groceries, school shopping, uh, getting a little something uh, for yourself. You know you're already doing it, so why not get cash back for it? We're always throwing money at something. Kids, School Supplies, a new house project. The list goes on. It's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return. You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Uh, either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user uh, earns $120 per year in real cash back. That could cover the cost of an entire entire shopping trip. Or you could use your cash back to buy that flight you've been you've been eyeing. I don't know what flight you're buying for $120 right now, but if you find it, Get it. Uh, a typical <laughs> basket of groceries was over fifty dollars more expensive at the end of two thousand twenty-two than at the beginning of the year due to inflation. You can earn up to two and a half times that in cash back from Ibota, or even more, depending on how much you use Ibota. You can earn cash back on hundreds of I- online brands and retailers too. When you start Ibotta, uh start with Ibota using Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibota is offering listeners five dollars for just trying Ibota by using the code LOCK. When you register. Just go to the app store or Google Play Store and download the free iBota app and use code Lock. That's IBOTA. I B O T T A in the in the Google Play Store or App Store and use code Locked. All right, Pat. I know I had cut you off on a rant, bro. I know we got a topic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go ahead and get into it, bro. I mean, was, it, we'll,
1: it's just it's just the fact that, right, like every time a player ends up developing it's not here. And whatever the sport is, dog, like Chicago as a whole, right? Like, it's literally to the point where we we talk about guys in every sport. All of a sudden, they're healthy elsewhere. All of a sudden, like, like I, I I almost don't even care who the head coach is anymore. How we not? How, what's going on with our medical teams? What's going on with our training staffs? What's going on with our shooting coaches? What's going on with our? Yeah, you know I mean, like we talk about this every single year. Oh, what happened to him? Oh, he missed thirty games. What happened when he came back? He had no rhythm. And then we talk about these mugs that when they leave, like they world beaters. And we forget the. I will say this: the fans a lot of times forget the reason why, right? Like the a lot of these players end up getting moved on from. But I think the other problem is right. Uh, especially with management, upper management, all of that. Like, when you look at this Bulls team, dog, the one thing that I can consistently say is i felt good about a lot of the people we've moved on from if you find another guy that does that job. I was okay with moving on from Bobby Portis when you went out and got a Daniel Gafford because Bobby Portis wasn't Milwaukee Bobby Portis yet. We got to remember that, too. Yeah. The problem was that you didn't develop Daniel Gafford to help him become Bobby Portis, and you got rid of him. It's the same conversation over and over again. I firmly believe this. I think, I really think the Reinsdorfs have a motto that they're going to stick to. Jay Reinsdorf is quoted as saying this, I believe when it came to the White Sox, second place is the best place to be. Hmm. <laughs> Because Hope sells tickets. <laughs> That's your owner. That's your owner. Now let's talk about the tape
0: All right. Billy Donovan. There uh, we go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we have our answers to this one as well. It's just what you're talking about. Like, yeah. we, we're going to ask: Should Billy Donovan be on the hot seat? The reason why he's not going to be in the hot seat is because an extension was just signed. And Jerry Reinsdorf isn't going to pay him to go away. But outside of that, Pat, <laughs> should Billy Donovan be on the hot seat? well I, I, how you feel? I know we we had our, our conversation about Billy Donovan and got kind of heated. Which yeah. listening back, we kind of were both saying different things. But that's, that's <laughs> brothers. We do stuff like that. I feel like uh, I feel like we
1: started on one end of the argument, and by the end of it, we flipped. And we're arguing the (laughs) other side at the beginning. It was weird.
0: But, like, I know everything isn't on Billy Donovan. Me and you both have been, you know, more rational with saying Billy Donovan isn't a terrible head coach. He's not a bad head coach. He's a solid head coach. But it's not getting the job done here. Now, do you think that, all things fair, do you think he should be on the
1: hot seat? Here's my thing with Billy Donovan. Uh, Should he be on the hot seat after one season of a team underperforming? No. Um. That well. That
0: well, it's also a half a season where we won eight out of thirty three games. That,
1: that that is a fact. But the, I mean, like we we both went into that half a season saying, "Hey, listen, nobody's healthy. The entire yeah. team's dead." It's DeMar and the rest of them. P. Will's just coming back, trying to figure it out. Kobe White was awful. Uh, and Noah Zach Levine Vooch, is, Vooch was there. I guess Vooch played a good chunk of that. But you, you were missing what you Lonzo going out right was was the real catalyst of this. I actually want to see how this team bounces back or if they do anything to bounce back once they have the mindset of Lonzo may not be back for real. Like, if you go into this offseason and you do nothing to address the point guard position, I got real beef.
0: Because you, at this point, you know. Okay, I'm going to throw a curveball to you on that one. If Vooch does leave in free agency and they go out and get a replacement starting center, but because mm-hmm. of the money they had to spend on that... It is just running Kobe Kobe White at now as your starting point guard. Does that change how you feel about that? At We're all?
1: back to the development conversation. Right? Because here's the thing. Are you running Kobe White as your and, and I almost can deal with that because it mm. means but you have to make that decision now, right? Because why did we see the improvement in Kobe White? Kobe got an offseason to work on something specific that improved his game that made him a better player attacking the basket. You have to make that decision now so that Kobe White can start preparing in the offseason to be a point guard and start getting himself into point guard situations.
0: Start getting himself into point guard play. I'm going to push back on that just a little. Not that I disagree with you, but I think Kobe needs to do that regardless. I think he needs to to be attacking this offseason – that he's coming out as the starting point guard. That's how I would like to see Kobe attack his offseason. Yeah, but the Regardless thing, the, the, the thing
1: is. is, right? Kobe's been everything for this team. Kobe's been a one. Yeah. He's been a two. He's been, he's a, been three. a three. Like you know what I mean? Like six five in hair alone. You know what I mean? So for me, right? Like I look at I look at what Kobe White is, and I say, do Do I think that Kobe's a really nice? Has turned himself into a really nice score? I do. I think the second half of the season was really good for him. But going into this offseason, right? is he improving himself as a scorer or is he improving himself as somebody that can run this offense? Do that,
0: both. That, more. I'm going to quote Kobe. I,
1: I mean, that, listen, I, I'm with you on that, but if I'm, if my role is going to be more so... Now, I will say this. Kobe had the, a role with the ball in his hand a lot more this season. Yeah. So I, I do agree with you. Maybe focus on... Uh, figuring out Billy's system down to a T, running this system a little bit more, pushing the tempo a little bit more, becoming a better passer. But it's it's never going to be what we once saw. It's still on Billy. It's still on the coaching staff. So to me, right, like, should Billy Donovan be on the hot seat in these situations? I, I'm not there yet, but I want to see how you adjust off of this. Because I really do believe they, think, they thought Lonzo was coming back. And I really the, believe, like I think, only ones that were like he's not coming back was us. We're
0: us, yeah. Like I, I, when I, they
1: put I, January I, on there, you was spot on, <laughs> bro. I really do think,
0: and that's one thing that I did take about away from from AK's pressure. He honestly did think that Lonzo Ball was coming back this season, Fail. and we could talk about whether that how right or wrong that is all day long. But that's what he thought, and now it seems like he's coming to the like. He's not I, like the, the. We've gone over the stats of the surgery. That surgery takes at minimum for for regular healing eighteen months. Much less coming back at high level on top of that. Lonzo being somebody who's always healed slow from every type of surgery he's yep. ever had.
1: Um, You're realistically so you talking about him possibly coming back at the beginning of the fourth year of his contract.
0: Yes, yes. He he has he has twenty four months left on his contract, and he's facing an injury that the recovery time is looking at about eighteen to twenty months. Yep. You, so. have to, you have to start planning a future without
1: Lonzo. <laughs> I mean, listen, you have a future. You have to start planning everything <laughs> without Lonzo. And if Lonzo comes back and give you anything, kumbaya, we love it. Right? But, like, I, I, you're not there yet. And the, whatever ability he does have, whatever ability you hope he has, the biggest ability he hasn't had his whole career is availability. So to me, right, like, these are the moments where I want to see how the Bulls bounce back. I do think people kind of forget especially dealing with Billy Donovan that Billy Donovan's first losing season was last season or, or two seasons ago I should say two seasons
0: say. ago his first season was us yeah
1: you know what I mean like at, at his second season we were a winning franchise when everything was in a perfect situation though right and I think you also to me I also say look around the NBA and here's what you don't want to do we have a 40-win team right now you don't want to Fred Hoiberg this Actually, Fred had a couple of forty-win teams too. You don't, to say, yeah, just... <laughs> you don't want a Jim this. Fred made the playoffs twice. You don't want a Jim this, right? That that that's really what it comes down to. You can't be in a situation, <coughs> excuse me, where uh, 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 um, Billy Donovan is. I know, right? In a coaching, it's a, it's in a coaching is tizzy mean. out here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, you, you can't be in a situation where you're saying Billy Donovan's not the answer. So let's go out and get X, Y, and Z. And now you're talking about winning 32 games next season. Moving backwards
0: is what this team does best. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. If we go from a 40-win team to a 32-win team with a first-year head coach, I don't look at that as a negative.
1: I, I don't look at it as a positive it's not a positive either. I don't look like, at it as a clear. positive. You know what I mean? Not and a and I don't look at it as at it as standing yeah. pat because here's the thing: I know if you put winning players in, in Billy Don, with Billy Donovan, he's won. We're not even talking about like top of the top of the. You know what I mean? Like even when Russ was out for a little while, OKC still won games. Even with with changing situations, OKC still won. I get the, the players that were there, Hall of Famers, future Hall of Fame, all of that. I get it. Find some future Hall of Famers. That's, that that also goes into them? it. That's what we do. Hey, go, hey, that also place, goes into the same, it. The
0: same goodwill we dropping Marco Simonovich <laughs> off here, we're just going to find a couple of Hall of Famers. That's what hey, we're hey, doing. Hey, go hey, ahead, bro.
1: Dust them off, bro. Dust them off. Come on. <laughs> hey, man. We got to tell you guys about game time, man. We appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us as always. And here's the thing about game time, man. Um, It's the place for the last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Times has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, whatever you want. The Game Time guarantee will still be there, man. What does that Game Time guarantee mean? Uh, you'll always get the best price. If you find the ticket in the same section and or row for less, Game Time will credit you, hear this now, 110 10% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of the seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect. You're not sitting behind a pillar. At the the NCAA tournament when they got you up in the sky or what was that? What's that that one uh, uh, NCAA game they do every year where it's in, like, a football stadium and Muggs is sitting, like, all the way in, like, heaven, basically, watching the game. Are they still doing it? Yeah, bro. They did it last year. I think Barstool was there.
0: Oh, wow. I thought they stopped that after COVID.
1: Bro, hey, it's still... There, you want to see your seat? That's what you could do over on Game Time. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. You never have to dig through your email, which is even nicer, bro. That's always the worst, too. You got to go find the email, pull that mug up, show it to the guy. Come on now, you're holding up the line. Snack tickets without the stress with Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create it. App, Create an account and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase terms. Apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download Game Time Today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, Patrick. I don't like that. <laughs> I love it when I I don't like that. that. I love it. I'm gonna bring this. your name to the podcast. You ain't
0: gonna like I'm, it I'm, the- listen, <laughs> Hey, I have one of the most unique names in history. I'm not even worried about it. I've actually thought about dropping Hayes and just start using my name at some point, but I don't feel like people murdering it. Like, but it is what it is. Corduroy! Uh, <laughs> exactly, bro. You know how many times I got Conrad, and it's like, you just added letters <laughs> that aren't even there. <laughs> Like, what?
1: I'm calling but you Conrad
0: anyway. from now on. Brian, I swear to God, every time you call me, I'm hanging up on you. <laughs> I'm going to do the DeMar DeRozan. I'm hanging up on you calling right back. That's what I'm <laughs> faking on the phone. Uh, but anyway, bro, uh, with that said, man, uh, Alice Crusoe, do you feel like he was snubbed when it came to the all-defensive all, all defensive team?
1: I, I feel like this goes back to the Billy Donovan hot seat question because uh, when Alice Crusoe guarded twos, yes. He spent a lot of time playing power forward. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, this is true. I I can't say that you were snubbed when, yes, I will say this, defensive rating-wise, looking at some of the other people that were on that list, sure. We can talk about him being snubbed. We can talk about what what he did and didn't bring to a game, right? But at the end of the day, here's the thing. I can only base it off of what I've seen versus the competition you were going up against. There's a lot of big men. They went over you a lot. But, I mean, realistically, when we saw him guard two guards, he looked like one of the best defensive players in the NBA. It's all about being in the right position, and I don't think and- Alex Crusoe was in the right position most of the season.
0: Absolutely, and I, and I, so I did over on Central. I did my player evaluation for Alex Cruz, and I gave him a C minus for. And a lot of that wasn't him, right? Yeah. a lot of that stuff was him being thrust into. Multiple situations that are him. A, he's playing power four. That's not his natural position. Yep. B, because we don't have very much shooting, we needed him to hit shots. And he honestly shot his career averages this season. He didn't yep. do anything lower than what his career averages are. He just had to play a role that we did not necessarily bring him in here to play. And I completely agree with you. You move Alex Caruso to where he can guard ones, twos, and threes, you're getting a Defensive Player of the Year effort, period. Yes. You're getting that from him.
1: Yeah, and, and and I mean, I, I think that's the thing when you look at it realistically, right? Like we came into the season talking about Alex Caruso's uh, improved three point shooting. Yeah, why? <laughs> like, like, what did we really expect him to? Did we think Alex Caruso in year five was going to become a thirty eight percent three point shooter?
0: I mean. Now, watch this. You said that. Next season's going to become a 38 Do it. I love when people <laughs> prove me wrong. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I'd love to have it. But realistically, right, that's not what we paid Alice Caruso for. Yes. I love when Mothers is just like, he's not worth the money. He is if you do if you give him the task that you paid that him for. That you brought him in it's here like, to it's, do. It's, it's, it's like somebody buying a blender and trying to use it to hammer nails in and being like, man, this wasn't worth the money. You, it is if you blend stuff.
0: That was better than the analogy I was going to come up with because it was going to get us canceled off, locked on. I'll let y'all think about what that was going to be. Um, it's better than if you... No, you'll figure it out. once And you're going to call me in the middle of the night and be like, hey, I got it. Uh, just, just wake straight up out of my sleep? <laughs> yeah. This month? When you, when you look at Alex Caruso, for, for his career, he's a 42% frail goal shooter. Yep. He shot 45% last season. For his career, he's a 365 uh three point shooter. He shot 36.4. He did what you ex- what you paid him to do. Yeah. It's just that you had him in a position that's not his position. And I is and I've said this before. And this isn't to shame anybody or anything, but if for the people who don't actually watch Bulls games, they will never understand the impact of Alice Cruse because his impact yeah. is hard to read on a stat sheet. It just doesn't come out that way. Well, think- and it's even harder to re- read when you have him guarding 6'10 guys and he's a 6' But he's listed at 6'5". I don't believe that yeah. at all.
1: So I mean, it, it's I, I just think difficult. it's – It's uh you saw it in – who did we play first in the play-in? We played Miami second. Who was the first team that we actually the put Raptors. out? You saw it in the Raptors game. You saw it in the Raptors game. When he was on Pascal, Pascal went right over the top of him, moved him out the way. When he was on Van Vliet, Van Vliet was stuck. When he was on Gary Trent, Gary Trent didn't have an impact. That's what you that's what you want from an Alex Caruso. And when you when you bring him here, you pay him whatever it was 82 million or whatever, it works out to be over 5. That's the impact that you get if you allow him to play that role. Yeah. Bro, I swear, I thought you fell asleep on the stream, dog. No, oh, never. I'm processing. I swear, I thought you
0: fell asleep on I'm the really stream. Trying, I'm not gonna I'm lie. I'm really trying to stop because <laughs> I'm trying to stop being the frustrated Bulls fan this offseason. I'm just trying to get that that energy off me. I've been real frustrated with a lot of a lot of this. This, this like just thinking back to how this season went has got me more frustrated than what I was during the season. And I almost said something, and I was like, I don't really want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy, right? Yeah, it's the offseason. Be that guy. Uh, I, I'm sure I'll be that guy at some point.
1: <laughs> it's a long but off season, man. It's a long offseason. Will off we have a draft pick? Man.
0: Probably not probably not probably not. probably not you know we'll talk about that tomorrow too we'll talk about what the Bulls should do if they do get lucky in the draft but uh yeah when it comes to Alice Cruz when it comes to just just a lot of the Bulls play I I just really hope that whatever we do with this roster it just makes more sense yeah and what eight hey, still you still got to trust Billy Donovan to play it if it makes sense <sighs> yeah yeah and, and Cause we had we had our backup big man that can get you a double double with 18 to 20 minutes off the bench and some games he couldn't play eight That's, the tough part about that is is half on Billy
1: half on Drummond
0: yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. And like we've yeah, always yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything that I say come with the baseline of it's not all on Billy. Yes. It's not all on the players either. Because there was some, I'm sorry, as a coach too, once I see you do your second Euro step into a missed layup, gotta go. I'm going to sit you down too. Oh,
1: and <laughs> <laughs> a finger roll, throw it straight up at that. Bro. And that mud just come right back down, bro. You ain't even oh, hit rim. Oh my rip.
0: God, bro. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough one, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I remember the time he went behind his back and I was like, come on, Drummond. And then he made it. I was like, oh, bro, wait. and
1: that be the thing, bro. <laughs> Drummond, Drummond, Drummond be a hoop Drummond's uh, uh finesse skills is like golf. Yeah. Right? Uh in, in golf, you can have 17 and a half holes of bad shots. But usually about that 18th hole. You get a hold of one that just keep you coming back. You hit one and mother go straight all of a sudden, you could pitch that mug straight up in. You you put that mug right in. You just be like, "Hey, man, I think I might have got it. I figured it out at the end of the last game." You get out there the next game, you be euro stepping again. You you be yeah. swinging that mug left. That's Drummond's game, bro. Every every third game, Drummond hits you with a with a behind the back bacon wrap hezzy move hezy. that somebody bite on. And then all of a sudden, he at the hair with a left hand lay at the rim with a left hand lay off the top of the glass over the outstretched hand of the center for the kiss in. Yeah, you know I mean. They like that they like, one. You'd be like, maybe he got it. Ah, oh,
0: he, he ain't got it. He ain't got it. got <laughs> it. Oh my God. The frustration. See, look, I just said I didn't want to be that guy. All right, we're ending the show. we us go ahead and wrap it up. Let's hey, go ahead and wrap it up. On the
1: bright up. side, uh, Russ might be a free agent in the next three and a half minutes. Hey man, follow and- us
0: on everything at
1: <laughs> locked on pulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for showing love. And make sure that y'all hit up the mailbag and hit up the, uh, the 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 tweets so that we can get, because we're going to do a, a bonus episode this week where we break down uh, some special content, stuff like
0: that, and all you guys' questions. Absolutely. So make sure you get those mailbag questions in. You can email us. Also, the voicemail is in the description. But uh that's it for us for today you can follow me at ceo hayes the ceo h-a-i-z-e follow us collectively at locked on bulls and thank you again for making locked on bulls your first listen every day we are going to continue to be bringing that daily content to you every single day even in the off season and catch us on tomorrow's episode in which we will talk about if the bulls do get lucky with a draft pick who should they draft? see you guys tomorrow for Path the designer i'm hayes this has been locked on bulls man we out y'all peace peace Oh man.